So, like, take off to the great white north. Beauty. Beauty. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Jeez. Take off, <laughs> you hosers. Episode 30, crack our beer open. That was so lit. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, people think we're so cool. Cheers. 30 years. Oh, yeah, make it sound. Yeah. Yeah, they're ASMR, that shit. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Killingsworth, and joining me as always, I've got Carter Lupel. What is up, my dude? How's it going, Chris? <laughs> so uh, It's going well, man. Thomas, what's up? How's it going, Chris? Oh, uh, the battle oh. has begun. So, Fuck you, Preston. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, uh, it is about 11 o'clock on Wednesday. And, We're really uh, dating this. On a, yeah. on a work day for <laughs> yeah. You guys want to just like describe what's going on? Well, it's 11 o'clock. It's... Uh, Minus 15 outside. Yeah. We just ate a disgusting amount of chicken wings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're actually recording in Barrie, which is funny because uh, the three of us haven't all recorded in Barrie at once, but we're living it up right now. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. We've got an action-packed episode for you guys. <laughs> I would never describe talking this. Talking about the Oilers. Yeah, talking about the Edmonton Oilers. Um, but before we kick it off, uh, on a sentimental note, we didn't get to celebrate a year of doing our podcast because Carter had to go to sleep the night that we were going to do it. Oh, and yeah. don't put that on me. We both <laughs> don't you put that evil on me. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're beautiful boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Carter had to go to sleep, and Thomas and I uh, talked about William Nylander for an hour and a half on that episode. So, uh, <laughs> what I would like to say is, is that we've been doing the show now for uh, a little bit over a year, but it's been a wild ride. Something that I've enjoyed doing with you guys. Um, I'm actually writing about it. On my blog, whoa, we're gonna talk about that in a little while. Uh, but yeah, I'm actually writing like a pretty lengthy post right now about how it all came to be and how much fun we've been having the last year. So we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go along. But happy one year anniversary to the show. Um, now, on a uh, more exciting note, let's get into some wing talk. Oh. <laughs> and I don't mean red wings. Thomas, get excited for a second. you went to Sticky Fingers for the first time yeah, tonight. The important kind of wing talk. Yeah, yeah, the good wings. The good wings. Um, what was your review of uh, Carter and I, like our favorite wing well, joint? Well, my expected goals of wings. Uh, no, that's, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. Um, but. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was yeah. my fingers. Would you say that your expected wing goal? No, <laughs> no I can't so make bad. it work I was about either. To make a good fingers joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
let him land the plane. Yeah, okay, go ahead, and buddy. And we'll see what the no, place no, no. is called. Chicken. I was going to say my fingers weren't sticky, but... Oh, yeah. bullshit. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I'm It's called right. sticky fingers. Yeah, I had to good. get three moist towelettes. I didn't have any. I was I was professional with mine. Like, you got a dry rub because you're a psychopath. <laughs> hey, <laughs> everyone shoot out there. Lemon pepper, the best wing. I don't think so. Yeah. My thing is, is I think if you get dry rub wings, you, I don't know. I just don't trust you, I yeah. guess. There's a few skeletons in that closet. <laughs> yeah. And not like metaphorically, you literally have a former dead person in your closet. <laughs> of H.H. Holmes trying to sell them back to <laughs> <my house. laughs> uh, What kind did you get? I got... Half hot, half barbecue. Love it. I got a sweet and spicy Thai and medium. Oh, nice. And you just got a full order of lemon pepper. 50 lemon pepper. Lemon pepper pepper and then half hot and honey. Oh, honey hot's good. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But anyways... We wanted to take Thomas to our resident wing place that Carter and I have been going to since we were young lads, and I'm glad that uh, you weren't disappointed. Other than that waitress. The waitress hated Carter's guts, (laughs) and I don't blame her. I, I like, walked in, she's like, do you want something to drink before I had taken my coat off? (laughs) So I said, what do you have on tap, please? To which she replied, she did. There was like an audible sigh, and then she like grabbed your menu, was like, and then flipped over, was like, it's on the back. Like, yeah, she did say that. And I was like, well, fuck me. No, she actually said, now you're gonna make me do some work or something to that effect as well. I don't know, but I was like very polite. Like, yeah, you were. She tried. She stopped me before I sat down because she was like, you're already wasting my time. Yeah. Like, well, it probably doesn't help that when Thomas and I sat down, she introed like introduced herself at the table and go hi guys I have the hiccups I'm sorry <laughs> no name no yeah and then of no course name. Thomas and I started laughing and I was like that is a very unique introduction <laughs> and and I wasn't trying to be a smart ass but like I don't even know your name I just know no, that you've no. got the hiccups she left as mysteriously as she came cause like why I made a face at Thomas and like she walked by me and she was leaving yeah she was like waving to her coworkers goodbye she's like bye Becky love you so much you guys are all my favorite <laughs> I love this place and then she turns and we lock eyes and she goes night <laughs> changes her tone yeah her like, like cadence her face no. like you also had just made a like you had just t- told us a story about <laughs> shitting and rubbing your shit over shopping Man, carts. I didn't so. know. She, like you said, she crossed you and your friends. Like I didn't have to filter myself around her anymore. That's fair. Yeah. And the restaurant was empty, so like yeah, I, I no think we, we tipped her pretty good too. I just it's fine. I just hope she got rid of the hiccups because that's a travesty. Honestly, <laughs> hopefully that shit story took care of it. Yeah, she's just mortified. So surprised. We're gonna get a knock on the door from the cops. Uh, yeah, our waitress or our waitress, our waitress. your waitress. We, we opened up a 10-year cold case <laughs> shit carting behind Walmart. <laughs> oh my god. We're not it's even going to describe what it is because it's story. filthy. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it is filthy. I love that. So we're recording in Barry. Uh, the weather is honestly fucking miserable outside. Yeah. So the three of us are having a little man sleepover. We've got the beers going. It'll be great. 
But, um, yo, let's get into some uh, some hockey talk here. The first thing for me, uh, you guys know that I didn't renew my uh, NHL package this year. Did I share that with you guys? No, no. I know that. So Rogers had this promotion that was going on for a few years where if you were a Rogers customer, you got NHL Game Center Live for free. Did you guys know this? Yeah. yeah. They pulled that this year. So what? What? I had... What's that? Shh. You don't get it at all. Like, there's no benefit well, for yeah, being their good. customer now, which is fucking insane. That's weird. But the one good thing they had going for them. Yeah, right. Honestly. And it was part of the reason I stayed with them as long as I have. And as time goes on here, I have to watch. I am not always able to watch some of the out-of-market games, like, while they're on. So I'll watch them, um, like, a recap of them in the morning. And I heard some puns that were being thrown around uh, in the most recent um, Edmonton game from last night. Can I share a few of them with you? Yeah, let's hear it. So the commentator starts his bit with, It was a Todd way for things to end. That's terrible. And he was just doing even, pun after pun after <laughs> pun. Like that that's like a pun that like you're opening the like the pun hole. Yeah. And you're just like fisting it yeah. down. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> well, we've been doing the show for ten minutes and fisting's Our, already gotten brought up. So you're just like you're just like twisting it in. You're just like So I can't talk down. about my funny shit prank and you can talk about fisting. No, but, yeah. but I'm saying it's like <laughs> I think it's just like it was so like obviously forced and he's like, they're hoping that they can hitch a ride with Ken and they think they can do it. Like he's they got a big cock. <laughs> yeah, but they used the Ken pun twice in the same oh sentence. I was like, nah. Like but very ham fisted. Like literally, like you're like a bad boy. Ham fist is a literal uh, like a saying. Like ham fisted. Like you're like nope. Well, I'm going to Google. Ham, yeah, no, ham, I like concerned. Ham fisted is like really obvious and like strong and like you're like force not forcefully but like oh, you're, it's another term for ham handed which means that's, that's what I mean um yeah clumsy bungling incompetent yeah. amateurish inept like you're like uh, can you give yeah, me the inept. definition in a sentence um <laughs> a ham handed attempt yeah it's yeah. a ham handed attempt I don't think I'll ever use that is that like a British thing? Maybe. I like ham fisted. <laughs> Oi, mate, that was a ham fisted attempt at a joke, mate. <laughs> okay, yeah, that there actually resonates with me. But yo, let's talk about Ken Let's Hitchcock. See what else <laughs> so, uh, Ken Hitchcock retired last year um, after a tenure with the Dallas Stars and then gets an offer that he couldn't refuse, maybe? I don't know. Why do we think Ken is now coaching well, the Oilers? How did this all come to be? As it was reported earlier, so Ken's from Edmonton. Yes. So, And then I think it was reported... I forget who. It might have been the Edmonton writer for The Athletic. Not Jonathan Willis, but like someone else. Okay. Um, and they basically said like he couldn't... He literally said he couldn't refuse... Like, he couldn't pass up this opportunity to coach this Oilers team. Yeah, I mean... He was already in Edmonton, so they didn't have to pay for his flight and stuff. Yeah, it was just, like, a cost savings. 
Honestly. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Like, you know, we are going to offer you a pretty competitive salary. We're still paying out uh, Todd's salary. But one thing that we are going to be able to do is, uh, you know, you're going to be bunking with Daryl Cates' older son. Yeah. Uh, you guys will be living in the same compound. And, uh, yeah, you know, he is 30. Um, so he just wanted to look like Belichick one last time. Yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> oh weird photo. Like, I mean, Ken Hitchcock, like, I think... I think it could be good. I think, like, you can't turn down an opportunity to coach Tyratty. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sorry, yeah. it's just all I've been fucking hearing all day is, like, you can't turn down an opportunity to coach McDavid, and I'm sure that's true. No, but, like, the way he's starting to coach him, he said, oh, he has to be dependent on both sides of the ice. And that's so fucking McDavid terrible. has to be like yeah. more defensively Apparently McDavid, the best offensive player in the league, has to be more defensively responsible. But it's not like McDavid doesn't back check. No, no, and he he's does. better he's better defensively than most of the Oilers. Right. So like it's it reminds me of it's not it doesn't even remind me of this, but like it's reminiscent of when Adam I think it was Adam Oates coached the Capitals. And yeah. then he tried to coach or was it ah, fuck, who's the guy before Adam Oates that coached the Capitals? That weird caps run where it was like they tried to make Ovi really defensive. Yeah, no, I know. But what like you're he only scored about. like twenty five goals or right, whatever. Because the system like Yeah, I don't think it was Adam Oates. I think it was um It wasn't? Oh, it was fucking um one of the Sutter brothers. Oh, uh Daryl or Ken. No, yeah, no, we'll have to look it up. But in in the meantime, I think, like, I, I get it. I just think that, like, I was listening to something earlier that talked about all the coaches that Edmonton has had in, like, the last 10 oh. years. Who was it? The Dale Hunter. Oh, Dale I Hunter. Got, I got the Sutter. Because Dale Hunter Hunters. played for Washington. Maybe sure. that's what yeah. you were thinking. But it was, da- it was Dale Hunter that, like, that 11, 2011, 2012. Yeah. Try to, for some reason, make yeah, guys. It's just a ham-fisted attempt to change his game. <laughs> Love it. Oh, there you go. Okay. It's still, little, still hate it. But I'm, starting I'm gonna, to I'm gonna write something. That's there, all. It, just gonna be that. What it really is, it's like someone coming in late to a meeting and just trying to hit their word count. I feel like that's what he's doing with McDavid. Like, there's really yeah. not much more McDavid can do to develop his style. Like, he plays every facet of his game like amazing and. Like near perfect, but he doesn't have anybody around him yeah. to support it. So like, it's yeah. not—he's not the problem at all. He's Absolutely. literally one of the best. Like, rather than trying, if to make not him the best, the second best yeah. player in the league. So like, like, rather than making him more defensive, why don't you like focus on your defense? Yeah. And, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think that's part of it. I also think that like at this point. I was hearing some fucking nonsense on TSN or Sportsnet the other night when I was driving home after it got announced. Is that like McDavid's competitive and he's not going to want to play for a team that is not competing in a way like how Edmonton has kind of been the last little while where they're not competitive at all, really? Yeah. So I guess we're going to have to see what happens. I still think that they need to find a way to make Dry Sidle play like on his own line and not um, playing with McDavid as much as he has been. Yeah. Um, either that or they just need to commit to playing him as a winger. I don't know. What that's, do you guys think? Well, that's how Giroux opened up. 
Last year, you mean? Last year. Like, wing playing wing on the wing with Couturier, yeah. If yeah. we're not taking contracts into consideration, then, yeah, I think he should just be a winger. Like, yeah. Him by himself, and it's been, like, widely reported that he's not playing good enough just by himself and controlling a line, but it's because of that contract where you they want to make that, like, Crosby-Malkin comparison where they want to be, like, super strong down the middle. Their one-two is, like... Some of the best in the league, blah, blah. Yeah, it's true. But I don't I don't know. I don't see dry saddle being like long term solution there. No. Yeah, well and I think like they're lucky that they have Nugent Hopkins that can slot in on the second line. And then they've got Ryan Spooner playing on the wing right now as well. So I don't fucking know, man. But and they're like, just gonna exhaust their resource. Like the thing is like McDavid can't keep up playing at the capacity that he's playing without burning out or injuring himself or, like, just mentally, like, not being able to facilitate, like, what they're piling onto him. Yeah. So, like, shifting his role, like, whether it be positionally or how much that they rely on him will help his longevity, like, to live out that contract. Yeah. I don't think Hitchcock has had a superstar like McDavid's caliber. No. Uh, well, yeah, and he's totally being mismanaged. Well, who who's he had? I'm just looking at Dallas. He had Sagan and Ben. Right. Neither of which are St. Louis. He had like Tarasenko. I love Jamie Ben guys. No, it's great. Uh, it's who was he before? I'm looking it up right what now. What was his like really old team? Like he Dallas. Coached, he coached Dallas. So Mike Madonna. Yeah, uh, yeah, Madonna's. Madonna's probably the most superstar. Yeah, he was he was still with them at that time. St. Louis. From 2011 to 2017, yeah, Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Yeah. Shattenkirk. Uh, Star Shattenkirk. My boy bottom, Shattenkirk. Bottom pairing Rangers defenseman. Hair today, gone tomorrow. It's <laughs> one of those things. He's team play bald. Oh, my God. You just got to let it go. Like, Kessel? Yeah. Let it go, man. You got to let her, let it go. Who's another balding player that's just let it go? Getzlaff. Getzlaff did let it go. When I he doesn't give a fuck anymore. No. Twitter, I tweeted... Uh, one truth, three lies, and so people were like doing, putting different hairstyles on Kessel. So like one was Fabio's hair, one was like this like <laughs> fade with purple hair, and one was or the Yager mullet. Yeah. And then the last one was like him like looking all like tuned up with his like balding hair and everything. Yeah. Didn't he's, get the traction. I he still looks hot. He's still hot to me. I yeah. guess the other thing I'd be concerned about with them as well is, like, the lack of depth that they have on their bottom six. Um, they have uh, a really great... I don't know. I think they've got okay pieces. Like, Lucic has looked better this year than he did last year. That's, that's not me. saying but much. Like, yeah, I was going to say, he's a declining asset. <laughs> but I like Tyratty a lot, all joking aside. I also really like Jujar Kyra as well. I was hoping that he would crack the top nine this year. Um, but those are like those are replacement level guys really. Like you're yeah. you're playing McDavid and Drysidle up front with basically just everyone else's replacement level. I was gonna say like when pylons at the back. Oh like yeah. yeah you're, Alex no Chieson on he's, the second he's line. basically just he's the reward because he's gonna score like twenty five goals this year. Right, because of because the he's, people he's playing Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like the Oilers are so fucked, like I just that's, well, that's what I mean. They're gonna they're gonna drive him out, like they're gonna scare him out of town. <laughs> like yeah, and the uh, back end is 
okay. Like, Thomas and I were talking about this on the train, and it was, like, it got me thinking, like, I don't think he's going to last his six years, like, with how he's being played and how he's, like, if he's not getting, like, if he doesn't start to get some support, he's going to go insane. Yeah, well, like, and but maybe, like, that's, like, if you think about, you know, we are always being told that McDavid is, like, this uber-competitive player and all these things. Maybe that's the driving force. Like, that's his motivation to keep going at no, the way he has gone. You know but if I mean? he's, like, he's winning all these awards with, like, a bottom-tier team. Yeah. Like, that is, like, that's superhuman. Like, yeah. I, I would argue, like, if you threw, if him and Ovechkin swap roles... I honestly don't think Ovechkin could play, like, as versatile and as, like, intensely and as consistently as McDavid has. Yeah, like, I, yeah Ovechkin's, like, he's the best goal scorer of all time, but you need someone passing the puck. Yeah. And so, like, McDavid's if, on another level. And if you look at how, like, their rookie years, like, they controlled the puck very similarly, like, they... Um, like they commanded the ice very similarly, but right. McDavid adopted a different style of play. Like sure, and, and maybe Drysital is that guy, but that's not why they're paying Drysital all that fucking money yeah. is to be McDavid's setup guy. At least from my perspective, that's not what it yeah. was. He was supposed to have his own line. Yeah. By all accounts, we all expected Nugent Hopkins to be traded by now. <laughs> and he yeah. played well. I watched a bit of the game last night, like I said earlier. I completely forgot he was there. Honestly. Yeah, and like he's become kind of like a secondary guy there, I guess. I don't know that's if that's crazy. fair to say, but like I think Nugent Hopkins is, is pretty just, good. Just your standard first overall pick as your peripheral guy. Right? Paco, come over here. So uh, he's... He's in the puppy biting uh, phase, yeah. as you guys can see. Oh, we're, we're recording with the, with, the, yeah. with, the, with the dog all distracting us. Yeah, okay, come over here. <laughs> so, with that being said, we should probably talk about the other coaching change that took place this week. Yeah. Uh, so, we know that Mike Yo is saying yo to the unemployment line uh, oh because God. he got fired. Uh, Can you do that? Yeah. Yo. yeah. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. So now we have Craig Berube stepping in as, I guess, the interim head coach, yeah. I think, is so that, the way that they're selling so, it. So he's the only coach that they're actually fully like uh, accepting the interim role, but they're yeah. still looking... So, it's, of course, the Joel Quenville rumors are going crazy right now because the St. Louis connection. Yeah. Because they used to coach there. Um, and, like, anyone else that really is a free agent, like Alain Vigneault. Um And, yeah, like, I, so Mike Yo wasn't doing a really good job. And that's honestly always, of course, the first trigger that you pull when you have an under, underperforming team. Is his head is directly in your bag. Fuck, stop, (laughs) get out. So the first trigger that you have when you're an underperforming team like the Blues, where they're expected to be so much better with O'Reilly and Shen's like gonna put up another like 80 points or whatever. Yeah, um, and they're not doing that. Is the coach firing? That's your first thing because you can't really fire the players. (laughs) So the coach is the first one to go, and then you'll see what matters or what changes. well, like, uh, the same thing happened with the Raptors. Like, not to yeah. compare them to the Raptors, but, like, they had a winning formula, and... It wasn't if... It w- yeah, but DeRozan's not a winner. DeRozan sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, 
Okay, DeRozan. Welcome back to Hoser. It's your basketball podcast. So DeRozan in a basketball or a hockey context is like depending on. uh, Oh fuck! What's a good player? Thornton. Thornton's not a playoff hockey player. No, it's uh, like, but it'd be like a shooter. He's like not. A shooter, he'd be a shooter that like scores a bunch of goals but doesn't do anything else. Ovechkin? No, Ovechkin. No, <laughs> I know. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, he'd be like Depending. P.A. Parento. Yeah, he's like one-dimensional <laughs> for sure. Pretending to count I, on Max. Like, <laughs> okay, if we're getting into basketball, like that trade honestly is the best thing the Raptors have ever done. Well, yeah. honestly, the, all their trades. Are and really Kawhi is hilarious. Kawhi is, like, literally the second best basketball player right now. Like, just, just come back healthy three. for the playoffs. That'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. I so, think, but when you look at St. Louis, I just think that the expectations for them were so fucking high this year. It was year. really hyped. Yeah. It was, like, so hyped. Well, I think how they win. started last season, like, they, and they're, like, but they declined. But the yeah. No, but they but they were so they were what two points out of a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, but they sold at that deadline. They sold. Um, no, but they were two points out of the playoffs, right. Because of the front half of their season. Yeah, they did shit all in their back half, and sure. the reason why they were so close is because all like they, the fire yeah. they started their first half. of the I season. I think it was smart personally that they were able to maximize on stats. Well, they, value. they did that two years in a row with Shattenkirk to yeah. Washington. Yeah, same idea. They they're the only franchise that actually knows like. They're not going to go... If they're going to be, like, deep enough to go... Yeah, like, they recognize, I don't care about really making the playoffs. It's more if you do something in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I so agree with that, Sam. They're, they're, like, the only team I've ever seen actually do that, almost. Like, it'd be like the Leafs last year if they didn't go for Placanic and then they sold off, like, Polak or something. Yeah. Ugh, don't even... I don't... Don't say he who shall not be named. Placanic? Polak. Oh. <laughs> or do you have some halves like feelings for Placanic retiring? Yeah, we didn't really get to yeah, talk about yeah. that. Side just a quick little side note there. How do you feel about Placanic retiring? Indifferent. It was honestly the weirdest thing because yeah. the mutual termination and going on waivers and Yeah. It yeah. was so weird. I found out I forget if it was on Instagram or... I thought you Habs fans had, like, a fucking, like, a daily newsletter yeah, or something. Club 1909. Some. It was just, TMZ. like, by <laughs> But it was just, like, a picture of him waving, and it just said, bye at the bottom. <laughs> bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bye. I'm going back to Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, I, indifferent. Like, he didn't, like, in my eyes, do a lot for the organization of, like, his last few years with it. And, like, I don't know. I feel like... Just from, like, not a Haas fan that kind of paid attention to the team. Like, he was always the the depth guy. Even when he was at his peak, he was next... He was, like, underneath Koivu. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Saku was always... Oh. Always... Yeah, Saku Koivu. Saku Koivu. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, Koivu was always, like, on top of him. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> but, like... Well, Ham-fisting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, like... So Koivu was already on, like it's like if Kadri retired, it's almost like kind of like that. Like if Kadri was a Leafs legend that retired is, is subjective, I would say. If, but if yeah, Kadri like had a, if the Leafs never won, okay. <laughs> well, 
Okay, this I is, get what you're I, saying. You're saying that he, he's always a deft guy, right? Well, he's always and he's a like he does so much behind the player between the play that like yeah, like role. He, pl- he's a role player, like butt end guys or no, like, like if you think of like how much oh, Placanic, I'm still talking about Kadri. <laughs> no, but even Kadri now, like Kadri is like falling into his role where he's like yeah. when he he's doing more without the puck than he's doing with the puck, and it's yeah. like. It's really propelling the team forward. Yeah. And, like, I'm not a huge Kadri fan, but I'm starting to warm up to his style of play because he's turning into, like... A shutdown center. Well, it's definitely... Yeah. You could yeah, definitely... Well, you called it last year. Yeah. Like, you could definitely see it, like, because of Tavares and everything. And when Matthews was healthy and he was the designated third-line center no matter what, he'd only play, like, 15 minutes a night or whatever. Yeah. And you can really see him in his role, like, oh, that's your shutdown guys that's going. And yeah, you almost felt bad for him when he had to play with, like, Brown and Levo or, like, Brown and Ennis or Brown and Lindholm. Like, yeah. he's not going to get any offense done. So it's like, okay, just be – play your role. Um, but that's what you but, have to do sometimes. But now with, like it's- but now with, uh, with Cappy and Marlowe, he's suddenly offensive. So it's like he's the guy that, like, can really – Go with, go with yeah. whatever your line mates are doing. So well, he's just he's a lot like hockey more hockey smart than people give him credit for, I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I I think he like more than he surprised me. I didn't think he was like, like that. If he was on like I would say fifteen I remember going through this in the summer. If he was on like I think fifteen other teams, he would be the first line first line center. Yeah. Yep. Like if you go through like even in the Atlantic, you'd go Montreal, yes. You go Buffalo, probably not because Eichel. <laughs> uh, Ottawa, you know how I feel about Eichel. <laughs> yeah, Ottawa maybe. Uh, like Detroit, yes, because uh, Larkin's like not that good or whatever. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> um, Chris could lace up and be the starting for Detroit right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that's all, your, the, all the free curly fries that's all your, these motherfuckers would be getting. That's your winning streak, <laughs> Red Wings, right now. Uh, <laughs> Is that two? Is two a streak? Can I interject? They, they, yeah. they have more wins than losses. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. No. But can we go back just quickly back to St. Louis for a quick second? Okay, yeah, so I guess. No, it's okay. The only reason... So we'll tie, it, we'll tie it back. Kadri yeah. played in London. Yeah. You know who else played in London? Uh, Rob, uh, Robert, Robert Thomas. Robert Thomas, yeah. There, there we go. go. Great, great segue back to the original topic. Thanks. The only reason I wanted to talk about St. Louis <laughs> a little more is St. Louis, I think if they could, you know, buy a save once in a while, we'd oh probably be in a different situation. He's too worried about how sick his kit looks. <laughs> Jake Allen, yeah. So Jake Allen's like, got the sickest kit in the whole league. It's like, Scott, it's like Scott Darling with those Whalers pads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, those Whalers pads are going to look great when he lets them six goals on 20 shots. Oh, like, yeah. that Dude, my favorite was all the replies. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah the, these goals are somehow going to have fucking holes in them on the first game, so you won't be able to make a fucking save. Like, just people roasting oh, him. Good thing no putt marks are going to get on these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing but net. But I look at it and I go like if they just got some goaltending and the goaltending was consistent for a period of time so you nailed it with consistency like Jake Allen yeah. when he wants to play 
if you watch him, like technically, oh. he, he's one of the best goalies in the league it, when well, he wants it. That whole, I think it was like their last twenty games or whatever. He was like a nine thirty save percentage. Yeah, he like, stood on his fuck, fucking like, head. What the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. So and like, then yeah. it's just no drive or determination or like, but cons- it's a complete lack of consistency. Consistency, but that's just discipline. Like, yeah, it's like he's not getting the discipline that he needs because. Yeah, when he wants it, he's the best goalie in the league by far. Well, and I think if you look on paper, like they're fucking stacked. Like they're stacked oh, yeah. down the middle. Yeah. They've they've got, you know, they added some great pieces. They didn't like I mean, all things considered, got a bargain on Ryan O'Reilly. Tage Thompson oh, yeah. is just starting to play with the Sabres in the last few games now. And I think you know, they were able to get rid of some dead cap space by trading, you know, Sabodka and Birdland um, to Buffalo. Like, they made a lot of smart moves, but I wonder, and I know Thomas is going to want to segue in a few minutes here to what's going on in Columbus with Bobrovsky <laughs> and Panarin. I was going that way, actually. But I wonder, like, <laughs> the gears are can, you, can you pull up uh, cap friendly for a second? Yeah. I'd just be curious to see what St. Louis's no, cap NHL situation is. Oh, right. Yeah, make sure you pull up NHL numbers for sure we are a nation network podcast as you guys know so st louis on nhlnumbers.com on nhlnumbers.com they just need to find a way to make alan show up every night like if like i know you don't like baseball but these like starting pitchers like it's like watching them pitch eight innings night after night after night after night like that like if anyone watched the world series and watched price pitch in the world series like he showed up and he became a team player. Well, it's it's yeah. so weird that like which that's okay. Speaking of Barovsky, so historically, here we go. Like <laughs> an 800 save percentage guy in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Now that's his label. But that was the same with David Price. That was the same with Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Right. That's his calling card. These yeah. guys were labeled as bad in the playoffs. They're yeah. just bad in the playoffs. And then both of them, I'm not sure about Kershaw, but I know Price Pitched like exceptionally well in the playoffs. Yeah, well, so did then, Kershaw, but like, yeah, they, and then now that label's done. Yeah. So Kershaw got his deal with the with the Dodgers again. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so like, I think once you apply that label, it might take a year or so, like, to kind of or one huge performance yeah. to kind of get that off. Suddenly, like, if Bobrovsky wins a series for them this year or something, like, well, but, but like. Just to close the loop on Allen, needs to find a way. To, like it's mentally taxing to be yeah. a good goalie all the time, but he needs to find a way to do it because other goalies do it. I, I think they just need to fu- like. Quite frankly, guys, they got to cut their fucking losses. Yeah. Like we've done this fucking song and dance with St. Louis for at least several years, well, dating back to when Brian Elliott left. Yeah, and Brian Elliott was fucking bailing him out of shit. And Brian Elliott isn't a... I'm not even going to get into it. But (laughs) fact of the matter is, is that... But, yeah, there's a missing link. Right. And they're going to continue to have these problems until their goaltending gets addressed. There's several teams in this conversation right now about, like... What's going to happen when Corpusalo ends up taking the starting job in Columbus? And they're going to have to fact, like they're going to have to look at it. Like Columbus is going to need to look at it. 
uh, to make sure that Corpusalo is going to be good enough for him to take up the the helm. And then you got to look at a team like Calgary and wonder if Calgary can make it work because as much as we all love Davey Riddich, we don't know really what he is quite yet yeah. based on the sample size. Yeah, we're gonna at yeah, some yeah, point surprised to see him in tonight. <laughs> like, yeah, well, he's really he's been really he's good been this playing season. awesome. Yeah, and Mike Smith is not awesome. Fucking stinky at hockey right now. And then you've got a situation like that Western rivalry game. Like I was surprised to see like I was the Flames Oilers game. Or huh? What? What were we just watching at the bar? Oh, the uh, Flames Jets. Yeah, Calgary and the Jets. Yeah, but like to watch like Calgary and the Jets. And the Jets. (laughs) Calgary and the Jets would have started at least for that, just because. Yeah. Just. The, but it's like what we talked about with Rams. Like you look Bennett at these. And, oh, Bennett and the Jets. Bennett, Sam Bennett and the Jets. Oh, no. Do you not know who my son is? Anyways, <laughs> um, that's the story for another time. Shout out. Uh, I think like the the biggest thing is is like you've got teams that have the capacity to be great hockey teams. Calgary and St. Louis are a perfect example. Yeah. And their goaltending is going to continue to hold them back until there are some new starters like on the horizon. And if even if St. Louis had fucking league average goaltending, yeah, and yeah. it was consistent, the this is a different conversation. They can get value for Allen. Like that's the weird thing. Is they I don't know if I they could. Know. I don't know. I th- so they can I, for more than what you would think. I I would. <laughs> so I think they're so because Allen's there. Like he's not so far gone that they can't dish him and take a huge hit. What is he like? Twenty five? No, he's older than that. Yeah. But like, sorry, I, I just yawned into the microphone. Not a pro move on my side. Sorry. I, I think, I think just because they're like, he is their project. Like, they're but, he his development was like straight from the beginning. This is our goalie of the future. He's drafted. Okay, the second round, but still. What year though? But dude, he's 2008. How many say, years so, has he been playing pro hockey so for? Chris, so Chris, <laughs> right? He's nine. His head, best like, year was 9.20 save percentage in 2015-16, when they only played 47 games. Yeah, so right. Chris hit the nail on the head when he's like, "You have to cut the losses." Like, it is the future. Like, but like, the future yeah, exactly. is fucking right but now. But I think I think they're attached with them because they spent so many development. Like, they spend so much actual money and then also development time into this one guy. But unless they can, like, if they can fix his consistency but issue. But they can't. That's what I mean. So if they can fix that, then they have the best goal in the league. But if they can't, they need to I, cut their But lot. see, I wouldn't even say that, though, because it, like, it's obviously subjective. But, like, we know that he has the capacity to be okay. And there are stretches to your both of what you guys said a few minutes ago where he can be a game changer. But when you look up and down that roster and you make your way to the bottom of the fucking page and you're like, oh, goaltending. <laughs> like, here's the, the thing. Goaltending's red on daily faceoff. So fucking. But like, so for example, I'm just looking at their goaltender depth because the way that you guys are talking about him like oh he's their guy you know from and i'm not mocking you i'm just saying that like like but i think it's just because they're so attached like i'm not saying that's a that's a good thing i'm not saying it's like right that's why they should keep him i'm saying that's that's probably why they kept him for this long just like, what we know about goaltenders, which isn't a lot necessarily. Which is that only two matter, and it's Lundqvist and Roberto Luongo. And right. Robert, 
and oh. John Gibson. That's all that fucking matters. Okay, so let's let's talk about this for a second. So. Uh, Luongo. The, He's so fucking good. If we look at St. Louis, St. Louis has a couple guys in the system. They've got Vili Husso, who I know has played backup a few He's times. Okay. He's okay. But there's this kid, Evan Fitzpatrick. He, he, he's, who he, looks legit. But he was really highly pro. Like he was in what 2016 draft. Yeah, he was a second round pick. I so believe. he was really highly touted, and then I think it was Jake Ottinger that overtook him. Yeah, in like the rankings. Yeah, and then he, Ottinger went in the first round. He of went Dallas. in the first round to Dallas, right? Which Dallas has yet another first round draft pick in taking a goalie with Jack Campbell. And look at how look well at how Jack, Jack Campbell's Campbell doing. Jake, Jack. That's all I'm saying. Uh... But that's that's like no, the, but like seriously, like I, I don't know, St. Louis. What would you even like trade for? Well, like, here's the thing. So if you look at Evan Fitzpatrick, he played for Sherbrooke. He won a Memorial Cup last year with Acadie Bathurst Titan. Thank yeah. you. Uh, and now he's playing for Tulsa Oilers in the ECHL, which doesn't mean anything for a goalie in the he ECHL. Was good last. He season. was fucking awesome. Was it and you? no, it was, it was, I can't remember. It was you and I or you and my dad that was watching that game? And we we watched it. T- we were together. Yeah, we watched the game together. Yeah. And Tulsa, he's, so he's playing in Tulsa in the ECHL just yeah. so that he can get some reps in being a starting goaltender because yeah. Vili Husso is the uh, starting goaltender for the Chicago Wolves, hey, the farm he, team. Hey, he could be the next Garrett Sparks. It's not even – yeah, I get it. But I just – I don't know. I'm just – I'm over it because I think we keep making excuses for, like, goaltenders that can be hot. Like, when people are like, dude, Jonathan Quick, yo, he'll win you win you those those games and whatever. And I'm not just anymore. thinking – And I'm like, <laughs> so fucking the, bad. that guy's never really been that great. Yeah, he's got some cups good on him. But, like, at the same time, you know who else has cups? A little guy you may have heard of in Detroit, Chris Osgood. <laughs> just going to say Chris And Osgood. he's not a very good so, goalie either. So what the fuck you know, does that well, even mean? I want to bring this back because I had a hot take when we first started this podcast that Jonathan Quick was, like, pizza, pizza. Go on. Pizza 73. Okay. Go for a West Coast. What up, Rams? I said he's not good. Yeah. But he's the same every time, which is just okay. And that's what keeps you coming back. And, and he splits his groin a lot. Yeah. Like pizza, pizza. I and he's got like who, a broken dick. Who gave me shit for it? But they're like, quick, like, come on. That's no. like. But I, I called it like. No, John everyone quick. Everyone that's been like, dick. Everyone that's Thank been actually you. like paying. I'll be here all week. Everyone that's been actually like, paying attention a lot, like didn't really see quick as like an elite goalie. So then when he signed that contract, where it's like now it's really funny. Well, he had that one good year in like twenty fifteen, wasn't yeah. it? Like that was He's like basically Tim Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, and Tim Thomas. And not even on that level. Tim Thomas lives yeah. in a fucking and not, cave. Not even that level because Tim Thomas has like that make? one of the best seasons a goal by a goalie like in the league ever. Yeah. Right. So like, but he, Tim Thomas was also like integral in like shaping and crafting the future of how goalie equipment was actually like. Yeah, and he was made. also he was good awesome. for one fucking year. Two, Two yeah. years. Two years. Okay, great. Two years. And then he was like, "I'm a racist. I live in a cave." So. Like, 
Get out of my swamp. <laughs> Get out of my swamp. I think, I think it's so hilarious that after the after Boston, he only played in states that were like open carry, and then also yeah, uh, like no no state tax. Yeah, because he only played for the Panthers and the Stars. After. And then the Panthers and the Stars. And I remember he kept his gear from one of the teams, and the, he was wearing Panther stuff, which is like common, the, I suppose, to a degree. But it was so funny. It was a weird look, but yeah. No, it, the best thing is that I think. Speaking of, we're really goalie heavy right now. That's okay. Uh, that, this is a goalie episode. Yeah, a couple just, beers deep each. I'm so, fucking expecting to be the one screaming about. The, the best thing with Macklin is that he still has his Leafs pads. I don't know if he had them tonight. No, but, he didn't. Uh, he had his Leafs pads and he looked like a Habs goalie from like up top. Yeah, I he think was a red jersey, then blue. I pads, think and what like, how the correct me if I'm wrong, Carter. You're a bit more of a gearhead. Is that it's just stickers that they put on the pad? It's not stickers, but it's like an adhesive almost. Or what? That cover the color. So he uh, wears those CCM. Uh, I can't remember what model of pads they are, but the V2s. They might be, but they, it's just like, he's got these red lines that go down his pads, or they were blue when he played for the Leafs, yeah. and I think it's just like a sticker that covers them until he gets new ones, oh, but maybe, he was... Maybe they put a stick, like an adhesive on it just for the time being, because like, you have to break in pads, and they have to move with you. Right, and, and you can't get new pads every time you're traded, necessarily, right no. away, at least. Yeah, like, it takes you a few times to practice the new pads to, like, break them in and bend with them and everything. Yeah. So, like... Like, normally the the leather or, like, that textile material is, like, it's not a sticker. It's, like, the actual, like, yeah structure of the pad. And if there was a sticker, that would just be, like, an immediate solve for that evening. Yeah. Like, just so he wouldn't lose his level of play to, like, an unbroken inset of pads. True Like, enough. if you look at Lua, or um, uh, Fleury, like, in Vegas, like, when he tried those all-gold pads... Yeah, oh, those yeah. were a look. Like, he tried them for a practice, and they didn't work for him. Like, he said because the pads were so stiff, but people, goalies also have to realize, like, if you change from a white pad to a color pad, that's changing what your eyes are focusing on. So, like... Yeah. Even with... So I was talking with the goal... Like, with Riley, who goaltends for us, and he's like, I want to get new pads this year. And I was like... He's like, I want to get either brown ones or white ones what should I get and I said well what do you have now and he said I have white ones and I was like well you have to think of when you're a goalie and you're looking forward your eyes are trained to see your white pads so you're used to it if you get brown pads you're now going to look down and focus on the pads until you get used to right like your brain's going to focus on the difference so these goalies that try out these new pads with different colors and like on top of like already having to break them in like it adjusts their game so severely that yeah like it can change their style of play within a nice time well especially if they're like a butterfly goalie and they're down on their knees a little bit more frequently yeah if you go from white pads to red pads or blue pads to red pads like that's going to be that's going to change your game so so significantly to the point where like you might lose your spot that you've fought for this whole time or like and and that's why Luongo wasn't called on in that one open that one outdoor game right that no, I'm just joking. when Eddie Lack played instead, yeah. last minute, <laughs> and that's why you requested a trade. Okay, right back to where we started with that. Uh, <laughs> um, Sorry, I was just making a stupid joke. But like, just to kind of tie the bow here for St. Louis, what do we expect Barube to do? And let's go around here. What's 
who do you think the coach is at the beginning of the season next year for St. Louis? We'll start with you, Carter. Who do you think it ends up being? I don't know it enough. Wait, so, what? Did I ask the question in a weird way? No, no, like, I just don't, I, I don't know their, like, who do you think who will be the head coach of the Blues this time next year? This time next year? <sighs> mm. Let's see Chris Pronger come back. Oh, shit. No, dude, he'll be, no, uh, he'll be taking Bob Bugner's spot in Florida <laughs> sooner than later. Who do I think will be the coach of the, get Get uh, get McKinnis See, at the helm. I'm just I'm just yeah. looking for narratives at this yeah. point. By God, that's Keith Kachuk's music. <laughs> See, I'm trying to think of a, a coach that you bring on to like a team that's established with the core. Like, would it be Alain Vigneault? Like, would you do that? And like. Yeah. See, so somebody but it was, depends some, who, gets, who gets like who gets. Somebody fired. was saying that part of the reason that it didn't work out with Todd, Todd McClellan in Edmonton oh, is I that. that yeah, the only yeah. reason I mention it is because they talk about how he hasn't had the desired success with younger players. He has a hard time coaching them. We don't know if that's true, but it's all new. Look well, at he, the, he probably doesn't vape. Yeah, maybe. He needs but a jewel. He needs a jewel. Needs a jewel. Like yeah. jewel McClellan. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. But like, if you think about all like the ups and downs that we've seen with like some of their younger players, like Kaler, Kaler, Kyler, whatever his fucking Yamamoto, Yamamoto, and Pugliarvi. Yeah. Like, maybe it's easy to kind of draw the parallels to that. You know, maybe he isn't a great coach for the younger guys. But you know where Todd McClellan did do pretty well with an older team with San Jose. So I wonder if you look at a team like the Blues, who aside from their like young-ish fourth line, are, you know, there's, there's you know, a lot of older players there. Their yeah, back when, end is a little bit older. Yeah. When, when McClellan was there, they were very older up front. Now they kind of like Timo Meyer, like playing a huge role and everything. Oh, yeah. God, hello, Puck. Puck decided to come and see hello. middle of your He liked that pick is what he did. Yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, the Blues. Yeah, he loves Miko Koskinen. Let yeah. me tell you guys oh, about yeah. that. He's <laughs> like, yeah, Miko Koskinen's saving the Oilers' ass because Talbot is also not a great goalie. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but you guys get where I'm coming from, right? Like, I could honestly see a guy like... Q like Q would be cool there just because there's like a bit of that history which yeah. is interesting but I wonder if it's uh, you know a situation where we could get I say we like I'm a blues fan <laughs> but we could see somebody you know with that kind of well, I, you know what? That's, that point doesn't make sense either because I was going to say, like, well, I'm, like, mixing my words up because I was, like, a coach that has a little bit more, like, pizzazz, but, you know, fucking Ken, Hitch, Ken Hitchcock does had that. that does any coach have pizzazz? Not really. Anyways. What's the most pizzazz coach? Uh, hey, hey, Kyle, Kyle Dubas. Yeah. Kay. I was going to say, like, David Quinn. Yeah, he's, he's fucking hot. Whoop. Yeah. Oh, the dog's barking at Carter. It's only a matter of time. Uh, So let's take a quick look at the fantasy rankings. We're going to move ahead a little bit here because I can only yell about Jake Allen for so long. That's the definition of insanity. Is me getting mad about Jake Allen. Doing the same thing over and over again. And expecting expecting the same result. No, expecting a different result. Okay. No, one thing on Jake Allen. Let's do... I had it mixed up a little bit. 
that's who insane. is the St. Louis Blues goalie coach? Um, Guys, Cap- Captain Dryden just uh, text us. Tabarachi. So um, this guy's name is David Alexander. Uh, guy with two first names. Don't trust him. No, he coached Vasilevsky. He was in Cedar Cruz a lot. Okay. Um, did you know? Oh my god. Did you know? Okay, two, two recent NHLers are on the bench for the Blues right now. Chris Butler. No, another Blues legend. So Steve Ott. Oh no way! Is assistant coach. I remember hearing that. And I forgot about it because now I'm on the coaching staff. Oh, Ott was so good. And then a former Leaf player that also played in Florida. He's mainly in Florida. There's a Leaf. Oh, McCabe. No. You know, McCabe two, is with has, Florida now. Never mind. He has uh, two like two separate last names. It's like very like bum, bum, Oh, bum. Zach Aston Reese. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> it was very like bum bum bum. His first name is Mike. James Van Riemsdyk. Mike Van Ryn. Yeah. He's a blues assistant coach. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. For me, like, you know what? I'm not yelling about I'm not yelling about Jake Allen anymore. Jake Allen, if you can hear me, figure it the fuck out. You're stressing <laughs> out all the fans. And Mike Van Ren, if you can hear me, you need to give Evan Fitzpatrick a shot. Yeah. Thank you. Ott would... What are... You, like, blow on people. Ott would, like, Remember just the face-off? There was, like, people. a thing where he was, like... He was, like, oh. Yeah. He was, like, oh. I love players that are trying to get in each other's heads, like, yeah. just to really fuck with guys. And I remember Ott doing that quite a bit. Yeah, Ott was such a good player. Yeah. I love him. And he looks like a pirate. Remember when the Habs traded for him at the deadline? Yeah, that was a cool move. That's when you guys, like, loaded up on, like, yeah, fourth-line replacement Detroit. players. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're like, Martinson? Who else came over? Andre, Andreas Martinson. Yeah, that was a bad look for you guys, but YOLO. That was so funny. All right. Let's who, who are the Habs going to buy at the deadline this year? Lucic. Josh Anderson. They're going to probably be stupid enough to pick up Nylander. I nope. I don't think so. I'm not opening that can of worms. I just had to say something ridiculous about Nylander because we're still fucking talking about him. (laughs) Where the hell can he go? Okay, speaking of Nylander. Okay, he's a he's a fantasy right now in our world right now. He is a fantasy in our world because he's not playing. Yeah, that's that what you mean. Okay, so on that note, cue the fucking music. Let's get an update on the Just Win Baby Fantasy Pool. Go. Just win, baby. Okay. Give us the goods. So, Am I winning? You're doing the opposite of that. In third place is you. Woo! <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. 
Let's hear it, Puck. Let's okay. hear it. So let's hear it. Good boy. I'll so you're that. you're in third place with a hundred. So we all broke the hundred barrier. Dude, I'm fucking furious right now. <laughs> um, Go home. I Go won home. and now I'm Honestly, in fucking last it's place. Honestly, it's probably because of the Ducks and Penguins and Blackhawks, because all the other teams are like eleven and ten wins, like the average right now. Fuck. Um, and the Lightning are like your better team, but they're not so good. Um, yeah, now I got Vasilevsky out for yeah, fucking gonna, a month or two with a broken. You're gonna foot. have trouble with the the Lightning and the Penguins and the Bruins with Pat Bergeron gone and the Stars. I don't know. You guys do a quick update. I'm gonna go find okay. the dog. And then, uh, and then in second place is you. Okay. Carter with 101 wins. Yes. So just be. Oh, I I closed it. Uh, Yes. With 101 wins. Hear that, Chris? 101 wins. What's that? 100 wins? I have 101 wins. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking coming for you, bud. (laughs) Um, You have the Preds with 15, with the league leading 15. The league time. Um, And the Jets, of course, the Wilder surprise. Babs, Habs, Red Wings, yeah. Um... And then I'm in the lead, of course, because I made the smart choices. Oh, my God. With 107 God. wins. That's... 107. You're going to end this season with 107 wins. No. <laughs> no. Because I have the Leafs with 15. Yeah. And then, uh, and then like, the Sabres with 13 wins. The Flames with 12. Are these inclusive? Blue of Jackets with 12. Didn't yeah. Do these have all of the split Ottawa wins evenly between us? No, they're, they're with nine. So I forgot that we were still Let's doing just, like, that. With, okay, I was going to say, with Ottawa, let's just get rid of them. Okay. Because, like, we didn't choose any of them. Okay. So they don't count. Like, even yeah. if it's split, it's not going to change the standings or whatever. So I... I Are you just going to take all of Ottawa? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'll take the hit on Ottawa, guys. I'll take it. <laughs> um, on, the tr- on the way to the train today, realize the jersey that I will get if I win this. Is a uh, Brady Kachuk Senators jersey? The Danley Heatley. Uh, no, Kachuk's the ugliest player in the NHL. I can't get Oh, my, oh my God. He's so mean to like He's a 19-year-old. So Are we talking about Brady or Matthew? No, not yeah. Matt. No, Matt's hot. Matthew's hot. Yeah, he's so hot. This five shadow? Yeah. Brady Brady does look like Matt's like when Brady awkward was, clone. When Brady was putting on his jersey when he got drafted, he looked like... Um, <laughs> On Little Rascals when they stacked up on each other and wore trench coats and trying to get away. Because he's got like a kid face but like a man body. Yeah, that's what he looked like. He does look like he's 11. I'd let him rub his body on me. Uh, okay. Brady. <laughs> a Sidney Crosby Ramuski jersey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool, actually. How is that speaking of the sense? No, speaking of like if I won. Oh, the, if you yeah. won, which you're not, so. I think. Since we're gonna do like an updated like what jersey would you get if you win because we change it every episode. Every episode. Yeah. I think if I win, sorry, when I win, um, I'm gonna get a. I think I gotta go with a, and, and I can't remember if I said this before, Miko Rantanen jersey. Ooh. Get the like alternate one. Yeah, like the sick alternate. Yeah, that'd be so. 
though. Calgary is gross. They're Cal- well, Calgary is <laughs> gross, but I meant to say Colorado is gross. Like their main, yeah, their home jersey is kind of gross. Um, I don't, I don't like their lettering. What's yours? Yeah. What, what, what's your pick for the? Dude? So I always said the Seattle Thunderbirds Marlowe jersey, uh, but I think that's hard to find. I saw some on eBay. It was like three hundred. Well, you bucks. can make it though. That's hard. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna think. Like we can make it happen if. I'm thinking off the top of my head, which I probably won't want to get this. Oh, you could get like a Jesse Pooley RV Bakersfield Condors yeah. jersey. <laughs> what I was thinking is Elias Pettersson uh, Canucks retro jersey. Okay. The, with the V or the... With no, the, the new... The one that's going to come out next year. Yeah, I know okay. which one you're talking about. That'll be sick, the actually. The maroon one or the... They're, like, they're, they're coming out with like the flying skate. Yeah, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what we should do... I think Rams is our only like consistent listener. Well, She's the only listener. We should let her like take all of our <laughs> picks from the this whole season, and whoever wins, like her pick, her she favorite one out of yeah. all of those. Well, why don't we just to, why don't we so just order a single large Dougie Hamilton jersey <laughs> and just move? No, forward. no, I'm saying like. <laughs> So like say she's like oh Bruins jersey Dougie Hamilton Bruins jersey all, we should all get three Dougie Hamiltons Calgary yeah. <laughs> one Bruins one Carolina and one Leaf and one Leaf well, when, he gets, when he gets yeah. traded yeah but I was like so she'd be like oh Thomas on week whatever you picked this one and that's yeah. the jersey that Chris and Carter has to get you oh my god oh my it's god. all no, too we already, stressful we already have our jersey bet which. Might fall out, but uh, what do you yeah, her and I out? were talking about that recently. Oh, like between you and her, how she's like a she's a student and I'm not, so like I feel bad making her pay for a jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I was gonna say it was a it was gonna be a Yusuf Valamaki uh, retro jersey. Okay, I like it. It's gonna be dope. On on the topic of. You so Valamac. No, I can't transition what? that at all. I got Michael Rasmussen. Oh, baby. Scoring three Should goals we close it off on something goalie? Like, No, no, I think we've, we've talked about that for quite a while. What I would like to quickly chat about is to see if there is anything that you guys are excited about when we're, like, kind of a quarter way through the season. All right. Like, what's kind of, like surprised you guys right now maybe we could do like your biggest positive surprise and your biggest negative surprise of the season so okay. far who wants to go first um so my negative surprise has been like how terrible of a follow-up to their inaugural season that the vegas knights have had holy fuck <laughs> they're bad they're so yeah, bad like dude it's, it's a tire fire Dude, like, did Max Pacioretty has fucking six points oh, in, like, 20 games. It's, and Thomas Tatar has how many? He's trash. Yeah, so it's... And he's that, got, like, at least 12 like, or something. Yeah, like, that, that's, like, such a bad follow-up to, like, their hot season last year. Like, yeah. I still keep my Vegas Knights keychain on there yeah. because I believe, like I said, I've been a fan my whole life, so I... I <laughs> need to stick True. to it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they just kept James Neal, they'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so they are they locker their room guys, what they did. They're, so that's your, like, bad surprise. What was your good surprise so far? I'm happy Toronto's doing well. Like, Aww. I, I am, hey, are you pandering to the Leafs Nation? No, because when, when Toronto's happy, my friends are happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thomas and I are feeling pretty good these days yeah. about the, the buds. But, yeah. And so, like, 
I was talking to Thomas today, and, like, I know this whole Nylander thing is dragging on, but, like, the more they win, like, the less Nylander, like, he's giving away his bargaining chips. Like, the more that the Leafs win, and the Leafs are, like, every game proving that they're, well, other than tonight, that they're, like, a team that has a very real chance at the Cup. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't impressed with the way that they played tonight, but you know what? We're still we're still doing well. It's just like one game, like, but it's like to think that a team like in such close proximity has like such a real chance at bringing the cup home is like insane. Right. So that that was my biggest surprise. I didn't expect them to do this well. Like, I know they're a young team, but I didn't realize how much they actually grew together over the summer. Like, they're a different team than they were last year. And, like, just in regards to how they play together. Well, it's crazy, like, what kind of impact Igor Ozhiganov would have. Yeah. So I agree. That's with their you. biggest free agent That's signing. That's definitely their biggest free agent signing. Uh, no, but I think, like, honestly, just speaking of the Leafs of whole, like, their defense is not, like, they honestly have nothing wrong with them right now. Of course, Anderson's pretty much stealing them games, like, if not. Constantly. Just, like, even tonight where he apparently got, like, 40 plus whatever shots on net like um oh jeez uh I'm telling you the puppy biting is real hi he he nips a little bit Um, hey you leave Thomas alone it's fine he's Uh, talking about Nylander I get upset about it too but you can't start biting people yeah um but I think like honestly that's Thomas I think honestly they're hi oh yeah oh Um, big guy they're like they're overall like Nothing's really the problem right now. Like they're what? Like I think before tonight they were like fifth in goals against. Like they let in hardly any goals. Like and then goals for obviously I think they're leading the league. Like yeah, it's everything's clicking right for them right now. And we'll see come like March and like even January in a couple of months. Say, like hope, hope the holidays don't. Yeah, uh, don't yeah. Like you'll know. see. You'll see maybe in a couple months, like, their true form. Like, we right just now need to make sure that Brad Pesci, like, molds with the team. Yeah, right? Yeah. Least, and so. Nylander earning that $8 million with uh, Carolina. Carolina right? The young guys are going to get jewels for Christmas, so hopefully yeah. that doesn't oh, yeah. ruin their skating. Um, <laughs> no, but I think, like, it's just fun because, like, there's nothing... You have to find something to complain about with this Leafs team. Yeah. And, like, obviously right now the huge thing is with Nylander, but, like, Tavares has been, like... So good. <laughs> he's been like almost underrated of like how good he's been on like yeah. both both ends of the ice because like so many plays are just broken up in the neutral zone that no one pays attention to because of Tavares. Yeah, because of the play with him and Hyman and well, Nylander, like they're all defensively minded guys as well. Well, yeah, when you're watching like a Leafs game, very rarely will you watch the game and not have your eyes on Tavares. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, like that, even. Like, you see the play, like, in the defensive zone, and then that's where you pay attention to de- defense. Yeah. But you don't see – you don't really pay attention to be like, oh, Tavares, like, stopped that even before they entered the zone, and then now they're on the offense. Yeah. Well, so like, you see the, their transition. Like Yeah, their, like, neutral zone plays, like, been really good yeah. this year. Well, and Tavares, like, he's, like, at least got a shot of shit. <laughs> like, he's – yeah, playing insane. Feels like that, and him yeah. and Marner are clicking really well. It's insane. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest bad surprise and good surprise, Thomas? Um. So my biggest bad surprise is Hello. Puck jumping at you. Hello. Every- um. Uh. Been my, my big good surprise was <laughs> Puck. 
Uh, my so my biggest bad surprise. He's so is probably like we were talking. Uh, we talked too much about the Blues, so I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say the Stars. Yeah. Okay. So probably the Stars overall. I picked them to honestly just win the Cup because I I trusted Klingberg and Heiskanen coming in and like their blue line. I think is up there. With like Nashville and everything, Ben and Sagan and yeah, and Radulo, Essa Lindell is super rated. Um, hello, hi, Puck. Why don't you come here, buddy? Come here. Hey, Puck. Come here. Listen, okay, I know you're more it's of a Val Nakushkin kind of guy, but relax. Yeah, him coming back and like I think so. We're going back into it. Uh, I think the stars should have been a lot better, but right now they're just so like. Oh my See I told you guys He's fucking on one right now The The stars are just so blah Like they're not like Producing a lot They're not like It's not like the old stars Where you, you'd like They're all offense And no defense Where they'd just be like Trying to win games Six to five Yeah Now they're just like Neither Yeah And they're not getting The goaltending From Bishop <laughs> They're just like Honestly the most Like forgettable team Right now and I thought they'd be the one to watch. Like, I was... I remember before the season started, I was like, okay, every, like, Stars and Blues game I'm going to watch because, like, those will be the most exciting teams. Yeah. And then now I'm like, oh, it's whatever. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and probably my most... Most surprising good is, honestly... Not that I was surprised, but I'm going to say just the Hurricanes. Yeah. Just, like... That they're actually not uh, as of late, but yeah, before. It's too soon for now. For it was too soon, but like, yeah. The, but just because they got smoked like fucking two hours ago. Yeah. Not really. Smoked. They had two empty net goals, so like. Yeah. True. Um. But like, they've been really, really good, and like, they're probably the most solid team on paper. Like, um, like both defense, defenseman, and on the forward side. So, like, you can't really complain about anything. And then their goaltending has been all right because they got rid of Bill Peters. So, just on empty net goals before we go over to Chris, I have such a respect for teams that can keep the puck out of the net, like, three, three and a half minutes out with an empty net. Oh, yeah. Like, I've... That's what the... That's what... Well, they didn't do tonight, but that's what the Leafs do. And they... I know. And I have such a respect for it. I, I think it's, like, the most phenomenal hockey to watch. For them to like command the play like so intensely for like that amount of time, knowing that there's no line of defense right. back there. Yeah, no, I feel the same way, and I think the other side of it with Carolina as well is is that they just are relentless on the forecheck. Yeah, like when we were watching them earlier tonight, like they're so fiery. And, you know, the other team's trying to transition in the neutral zone, and they're getting caught flat foot. It's just like a hurricane foot, coming off the coast. Footed, uh, rather. Yeah, it's as simple as that, baby. They should take warning. Hashtag take, take They should warning. batten down the hatches and, you know. They just need to give up that celebration every time they win a game. You know what? Yeah, they're, celebration's they're, fucking weird, but. They're <laughs> the, the, the team was like Leafs in the wind. Okay. Because, like, in a hurricane, there's wind. Oh, yeah. No, I got it. And I got it. <laughs> yeah. I think you're, and, uh, pa- I think you're passing other, wind other right teams, now, but... Other teams really get in the, in the bunker down. 
They they just bunker down. You're struggling with these tonight. Generate any offense. Thomas is like half in the bag and not making any sense. Total destruction. Uh, What would be your? So that's your good. You did both. Oh yeah, you did both. What's your? You want to start the good news or the bad news? Bad news. For me, like it's just been such a fucking travesty at how bad LA is. Oh, I don't care. Like it's crazy. So like I I. I fuck with LA. Like LA was my like West Coast team for a while. Um, I really, really, you know, enjoyed watching them when they were a cup contender every year. Yeah. And they're just so far into this fucking toilet with contracts. And I know I like screamed about them a few a few episodes ago, so I don't want to really get into it too much. I just think it's disappointing at the fact that they seemingly like cannot get out of this hole based on all these contracts that they have with money that is just egregious how as far role, as how much role do you think this Kovalchuk contract played in this? I don't think it played too much into it. Like I'm still enjoying watching Kovalchuk play. I think I look at you know you know, we talked about the Pearson trade a little bit on the last episode, but like for me like Pearson was an exciting player. You guys remember that '70s line that they had oh, yeah. to Foley, Pearson, and Carter. Like that was such a fun line to watch. And there's just like no magic. And like I got to imagine that if they do like full scale rebuild, I think they got to move guys like Carter, and I think they got to move guys like Toffoli and Jake Muzzin, and you know Alec Martinez and some of these other players that are not going to be sticking around. And I think, like, love him or hate him, Drew Doughty just signed this fucking huge ticket. Yeah. And, like, that team is going to be bad for a while. Yeah. Um, I think that they have some, like, nice pieces and some assets that I think, you know, you know could be interesting. And I know that there's been a lot of talk about Nylander maybe getting moved to a team like L.A. And I think L.A. has a couple of assets that I would like back in a trade. Like, I think Gabe Velarde would be a nice piece. I think that a guy like Kale Clegg would be a great piece. You know, Jared Anderson Dolan would be nice. Or, like, even a guy like Jeff Carter going back the other way. Like, imagine Jeff Carter playing on the Leafs on the wing. I would laugh. Slow. (laughs) Don't you begrudge the good name of Jeff Carter. But like I said, I it's just it's just so shitty and like their goaltending situation makes me fucking nauseous. It's so weird. Okay, this is a weird thing. Back to goaltenders, but just LA is going through the same shit that they had just a couple of years ago, where Budai had to play like fifty games. Yeah, literally now last doing, now year. They're doing these, was it last year? Yeah, and now Budai's hurt, and they got Cal Peterson, Cal who's Peterson been playing and Jack Campbell. Or right. Jack, Jack Campbell's or? injured too. All of them have fucking knee no problems. So so good too. Yeah, and I think for me, the brightest kind of surprise this year would have to be. Huh. Probably Colorado. I did a yeah. lot of shit talking on Colorado the first season of this show. Uh, the first episode we recorded, believe it or not, the main thing that we talked about a year ago was, was the three-way Duchesne yeah. trade um, and how, like, how fucking crazy it was and, like, trying to make sense of it. And I think about how we were, you know, so adamant that they were going to be bad for a while and that they weren't going to be able to 
a lot of that credit is due to McKinnon, though. Yeah, McKinnon, Rantanen, Landeskog, like, like I said before, like, he meets me in the summer, and all of a sudden, he's fucking crushing it, so, (laughs) um, I don't know if I'm his good luck charm, but... And, like, guys like Sam Gerrard, who they got in that trade, like, stepping up right away, where they, like, they thought that maybe they'll... I forget what age is year last year was, but if he had to get sent down to juniors or the AHL. Yeah, well, um, whichever one, but like, um, but him stepping up right away and being like a top four guy, and now he's their top line guy, and then like uh, I don't know, Eric Johnson being good again, and like, yeah, Tyson Berry is now just their power play guy, and yeah, it'll be interesting to, interesting to see how it comes together, but yeah, let's revisit this conversation like halfway through the season and see and where we're see. at. Right. We gotta move into our next segment here, which is the mailbag. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna wail. Suck it, Phenoph. Thomas, what's in the mailbag? It's in the mailbag today. Week. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, uh, it's so your, what's in the mailbag is a couple questions. All right, let's from, hear them. Uh, from our devoted listeners. Rams is going to be like, hey, if you if you could fuck. I forget if Rams said anything. If no. you could fuck Harvey the Hound or <laughs> Duke the Dog, okay. who would you fuck? So Ram, speaking of Rams, <laughs> she has one question. <laughs> Why is Kachuk better than Matthews? Oh, my God. Oh. By Rams. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about how Kachuk, even though he's hot, was but, like okay, a little... Remember when Zach Cassian went at Kachuk the other night yeah. and he fucking turtled? <laughs> so... No, okay, let's not talk. Let's name... Let's go around the circle. <laughs> yeah. Let's name one thing that Kachuk is better at than Austin Matthews. Okay. Fair um, enough. Uh, him chirping people on Instagram okay, is yeah. way yeah. better than yeah. Matthews. His 5 o'clock shadow is hotter five than o'clock Matthews. Shadow. I'm going to say his uh, hairline. Yeah, okay. Matthews has got similar hair to me. Same, yeah. yeah I have a big forehead. Uh, like you Matthews guys, has got that sexy jaw, though. Yeah, and my jaw is not so good. But I think, <laughs> like, my forehead... <laughs> when I've got a good jaw. When <laughs> I've got my hair, like, tucked back the way that Matthews does, that's fine. Um, <laughs> like, you can land, you can land a fucking... Private jet on my forehead, straight the fuck up. I got a big forehead and like a pig nose. These are my attributes. That's your Austin Matthews. Yeah. Um, okay. Same, from, same, same. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> so from Case, a case on the go. What's up, Case? Uh, what? Is she on the case? Would you say or? Oh my God. <laughs> Detective, what's her name? Isn't her name San- Casey? Carmen San Diego. Chris, can you please stop doing that? What? <laughs> puns. Casey oh, said Ken. Not no, the Ken. person isn't her name Casey. Casey Lawrence. The the person who wrote in the question is it Casey or Case? I don't know. I'm asking no, you. What Case. what's her name? K a y c e. Case. Case. So that's Casey. C a y c e. She's on the case. I've I've been saying Case, but maybe it's oh, Casey. Need to confirm. Maybe you're gonna have to get her to Facetime us and be like. <laughs> it's Casey, you fucking idiot. Uh, she, she's American, right? Yeah. She's okay. the one that's from Dallas and asked the Connor Carey question. Oh, yeah. What's up? Um, okay, now that we've had this okay. discussion for... Uh, so what team at the bottom is most likely to have a comeback? Good question. 
I let's look at the bottom let's of the standings real five. quick. Let's say bottom five. Okay. So we have LA, them. we have St. Louis, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and Vegas. I think Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think Pitt too. I think she, I, she's a Penn fan, so that's probably. Yeah, let's team. let's go Pitt. Um, I'm gonna say St. Louis just because no. Jake Allen is the greatest goaltender of all time. I hate you guys. No, Pitt has all the tools. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, I think if they get some goaltending and if they just fire off Casey DeSmith into the fucking sun (laughs) and uh, they call up Tristan Jari because fuck Casey DeSmith. Fuck. (laughs) But, uh... You know what's fucked? What? Pittsburgh quit Penguins have an over 100 PDO. So and they're bottom there. So this is like the weird early part of the season where like it's late enough that people start freaking out. Yeah, like it's twenty games in, so it's like, oh, this is actually for real. Yeah. But then if you look at it, if you look at it, Pittsburgh has twenty points. Montreal's in the wild card with twenty six. Yeah. That's just like a hot streak away. Yeah. Yeah, That's like a four game winning streak away. Yeah. Well, I think like technically three, but then like yeah, account for like account for like other teams actually winning. Okay. Sure. Well, I think Pittsburgh will figure it out, and I and with that, guys, I rest my case. Yeah. Okay. So next question. That's fine. I'm gonna let that. So um, from. Hockey Goth at Goalie Chance. I love that fucking name. Um, Hockey Goth. Sick. What's the stupidest William Nylander rumor you've heard so far? No, I think there are a few, man. There are some. Oh my. I'm going to level with you guys. No, we should should actually go through this. Okay. So I'm going to start complaining about fucking Colby Armstrong and Nick Kiprios. Just bullshitting their way through the pregame. Yeah. Did well, you see those trades? That no, they, like, I didn't. Proposed? But I know Kiprios, yeah. like, he's broken stuff before. Colby Armstrong. Barely. I like Colby. I don't have really anything bad to say, but I, I didn't see the no, trades. No, but, like, okay, so these are the trades. So I think it was a week ago that they proposed, they did this thing where it was, like, Colby and Nick were, like, on the thing, and they proposed trades that they would trade for... Um, Nylander that they trade away Nylander okay and this is a week ago it was like Colton Pareko for straight up and I was like uh, yeah I would do that yeah Colton Pareko for Nylander straight up I would do and then the other one was like Brandon Montour and Nick Ritchie nope oh I did see that so that's so, but that was a week ago yeah this about week, a week ago this, yeah. it's been <laughs> yeah it's been <laughs> uh, I fucking lost my train of thought okay but then this week they said they redid it pretty much and brought in new trades, which I was like, like no, I was like, these are honest. The other ones were like kind of realistic, where it's like, okay, if you had to trade Nylander, like, sure, whatever. Okay. This is actually ridiculous. So I think it was, I think it was Colby Armstrong said Josh Manson in a second round pick. No, I would do it for Josh Manson no. and like Sam Steele. I'd do Josh Manson and like Max Jones and Sam Steele. Max Jones, Max Jones is, is addicted sick. to video games. But, but Max Jones is sick. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, That's not a real thing. Yeah. And then this is the one that fucking like threw me over the edge. Like Nick Cabrillo said, I think it was, they were playing Columbus that night. So it was David Savard, who's their fourth defenseman on the right side, who should be like their sixth defenseman. Yeah. Just because of injuries. David Savard and Josh Anderson. No. Nope. And that was the trade. Oh. I would do Pareko straight up, and I would 
No, I wouldn't actually. I was gonna say I would do Panarin straight up, but we can afford to pay Panarin next year. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think that if they look for like a more defensively minded defenseman, so like a Josh Manson the, plus plus, okay. But that's the kind of defenseman that you get in trouble with. That's the Hall, Hall for Larson. That yeah. is technically what they tried to do with Hall for Larson. Okay, so would you do Nylander for Spurgeon and Nino? Yeah. I would, too. Because Spurgeon... Let me look at his stats. Like, Jared Spurgeon, I think, has had 40 points in the season. Let me look at this quickly. You could edit this out. Last year, he had 37. The year before that, he had 38. The year before that, he had 29. He had 37 in 61 games last year. So that's like a 40, 45-point guy. So, like, I would do Spurgeon like crazy. He has a good contract. Yeah, he's five nine, so relatable. Love it. <laughs> Who would, what would, and and Nino Reiter is like legit one of my favorite players. So same here. What's the craziest one that you've read, Carter? That his value isn't going down the longer he holds out. <laughs> <laughs> why do we even ask him? He's so, why he's so salty. Let's well, just—he's gonna we, say trade for Max Domi. Yeah, up. would you do Nylander for Max Domi straight up, and, and we give Max uh, Connor Brown's number? <laughs> no, you just you do to Max what you did to Lupul and just pay him to stay away. Yeah. No, we couldn't. Would you that. build a wall around him? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. No. Build no, I just. Joke. No, I got it. <laughs> okay. BC because he's a racist. <laughs> no, I, I just I, I don't. I I just think he's he's sullying his worth and he's like. Well, that's t- fine to him because he doesn't want to leave Toronto. That's the reports, is that he wants to stay with the Leafs. So I, I, He's worried of getting traded. I told this to Thomas, like, on our way down here. Yeah. Like, what, I know it's early in the season, but every game that they win without him is, like, mo- like his bargaining chips, like, go, like, get less and less and less and less. And if nothing happens by the deadline and this Toronto team ends up winning the Cup, like, Nylander's not going to get anything more in his whole entire life. Like, he loses the year, he gets, even though he's training and conditioning and stuff like that, he loses his mental edge to, like, stay competitive in this league. And so he's just, like, sullying his worth. Like, every day he stays away from these things. And I know that Thomas and Chris, you guys say there's, like, greater powers at B. But at the end of the day, like, he needs to be playing hockey. And he's not, like, so... That That's the craziest thing is that people, like, that he's still, like... He's trying to get what he asked for at the beginning of the season. At this point in the season, there's everything going on. True say. Yeah. Okay. So is that the last of the mailbag questions? Uh, Why do we even ask him? There's one more. Let's kind of relate to the last one. Yeah, let's hear it. Four questions. So, That's a record. I know. I know. It's crazy. Um, so what's the stupidest overall trade rumor that you've heard so far this season? The that's, think, from, that's from, that's think, from Hockey Goth as well. Thank you, Hockey Goth. Yeah. Um, I think mine would be any Carey Price trade. Yeah. Where it's like, I yeah, mean, we're going to move around $10 million fucking dollars. And no one can handle the Carey Price contract. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there are teams that could do it, but it's not substantial. Like, no. you couldn't make it happen for, you know, several years in advance. Probably that. Um, I read one today on hockey, hockey, uh, Buzz. Uh, no, HF boards, oh, uh, oh which God. was, would you trade Matthews and Nylander oh. for McDavid? <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
way. Did not. I actually don't know that. That's a that's a conversation though. That's like a, a strong leak weak link conversation. Not really, because if McDavid like fucking blows out his ass or like yeah. another body part and can't skate, and well, you guys. That's only if he stays in Edmonton for more years. He's going to blow out his ass. He's going to get ham-fisted while he's there. Yeah, and full circle. There we go. That's what they call a callback. But, um, like, yeah. I love Matthews, but, like, McDavid's literally the best player. When I have a 15-minute break at work and I need, like, uh, like refresh Twitter and then I'll go to HF Words and just see what people are Jesus. talking about. And what a fucking cesspool that website is. <laughs> but, like... I need to know like what people are the trade what the kids are saying the trade rumors like that are like unsubstantiated uh, probably so probably my answer is kind of tied in with the Nylander thing because that's honestly everyone every team is like here's my garbage take it for Nylander right I think I saw Canucks fans say like Chris Tanev and Brendan Gaunt for Nylander. Yeah, in your fucking so dreams. I think like nerd. a bunch of Canucks fans are like, oh, they nerd. need a right-hand defenseman. We have Chris Tanev. Yeah, and you know what? We'll do that trade if you throw in Thatcher Demko. And also if you go back eight years. Yeah, and was, so we want Thatcher Demko, and we also want Trevor Linden. And Jake Furtan, <laughs> just for shits. Yeah, and we also want Pavel Bure. Yeah. Russian Rocket. We also want uh, Matt Santin's Dignity. What was that noise? I think it was Puck. Puck just made a noise that I've seen in horror movies. Yeah. It's because they have to leave soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. So that's the mailbag. That's the mailbag. Love it. Um, let's move into our last segment as we wind down. new and exciting in your life what are your recommendations something old and something new something new um oh all right well i'll start with something old i started watching mr d again greatest show ever oh it's so like the pilot episode is so bad some of the shit that happens in that show you would not get away with on tv right now no like when he was telling the kids he was here to help them with their problems and he's pointing at them and just he was guessing what problems they had (laughs) with how they looked Uh (laughs) how about in one of the first episodes where he sees that girl playing basketball and he like jumps over the fence to try and like kidnap her to take her to his school (laughs) so she can play on the basketball team that's Probably wouldn't fly in this day. Hey, can I talk to girls for a second? He has like hood <laughs> up. Yes, he gets hood up and he climbs over the fence. That's pretty funny. Uh, so that's my old. I've been rewatching that. Um, my new. Your new new. My new new. Um. Hmm. My new new. <laughs> it's just funny <laughs> for you to keep saying my new new. My new new. I don't know. Um, maybe that lizard skin stuff on the top of my stick. I love that. What's oh, that? the grip stuff on your hockey stick? Yeah. I'm, Carter that? sponsored. Are we sponsored? I wish we were sponsored by lizard skin. No, it's... So I've been taping my stick the same for 25 years. I've been okay. doing nothing different. How do you tape your he stick? He does the Pasternak tape job. Are you serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, the top of my stick, I, I do, like... 
ten times around the top, then I just go down, like, no, like, grip or Castle. anything. Just, like, really simple, like, like basic grip. Watch out for Carter's YouTube channel coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> but it's just how my dad taped it, right. and then I got used to it, and that's how I taped it. And then I used lizard skins on my, my bike handlebar, like, my road bike handlebars, and I was like, oh, shit, they make hockey stuff. Tried it, love it. So I... Swear by the lizard skin stuff. Perfect. And Sponsor. if you go to their website, you can get 10% off with <laughs> promo code HOSERS69420. <laughs> yeah. Car- yeah. Carter skins. Carter skins. Nine, <laughs> nine foot skin. <laughs> I'd wear your, your skin. <laughs> Thomas, what's uh, here? Something old, something new. So something, something old. Um... Oh, I don't know if it's old, but I think it's old. It just got on Netflix, though. It might be old. What is it? Dogs on Netflix. It's oh, new. Don't. Oh, shit. Okay. So that's your new. No, I have something else new, though. Oh. Yeah, you can't have two new <laughs> news. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me say my something new. So my something new is a podcast, another podcast. Yeah. Another sports pop culture podcast. What's it called? Um, it's At Large with Alex Wong. It's done by The Score. Shout out the score network, they Toronto. Good for the score for you know, I'm not even they, they have a lot <laughs> they're getting they're upping their podcast game. Uh, but at large with Alex Wong, Alex Wong is a writer that I always read a lot with like Dime magazine and Slam and stuff, my basketball stuff. Um, and then he he joined the score and then now he's doing like a sports pulp, pop culture thing. He had Ronnie Chang on the first episode, who was at Rich Crazy Rich Asians, the Daily Show guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he had Mike Schur on the second episode that I'm in the middle of, um, who created The Good Place on NBC. Oh okay, uh, yeah. And like was in the office. He was cousin Mo. Yes. He played cousin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and like so they had him and like talk about Blake Bortles and, like, the good place and how, like, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's my new, because it's really interesting, and it's short and concise and nice interviews, and they're solid. Yeah. And my olds would be... Actually, my olds, so very abstract thought, is my care about the NFL. It's old now. I don't care about it. Yeah, let's I'm, go I'm fucking... Back, I'm back to not caring about the NFL because it's so boring. Let's I la- go, Jay. I, I lasted, like, ten weeks, and I'm like, this is... I'm not paying attention. Okay. So I'm never paying attention again. I give up. I like it. Preston and I are feuding into it. My something old is... I bought a new pair of Timberland boots. That are old? That are... It's an old look for me because I used to wear them when I was younger. And I bought a new pair a few days ago and I'm so happy that yeah, I bought them. They look hot. I look hot, so fucking hot. Fucking New Yorker. up my game quite a bit. Like, with Robin, like, she's, like, looking at me like, damn, who this? And now they have sex in just the Timberlands? Yeah, just now the they're like, Now they're like, oh, you promiscuous girl. Yeah. Get it, baby. Yeah. I'm coming home. You better just have those Tims on. Right yeah. There. Now I got it. And I'm like, it's so right. It's her now. I'm like, <laughs> it's okay. It's so right. I got something that you're going to like. Does Robin listen? Can we tell the Robin Timberland story? The Robin Timberland story. <laughs> I made Mexico. No. What did what oh, happened? She, she thought that. Oh yeah, that was funny. Robin was like 
Timberlands, named after the rapper. And Carter and I are like, mm, nope. It's an American workwear brand that's been around yeah. since the 1920s. Yeah, and she's <laughs> like, the rapper's been around since she's the like, 1920s. She's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's named after the rapper. And we're like, no. <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Um, Timberland has some, like, you guys know the song The Way I Are? Maybe if you strip, you can get a tip, cause I like it just the way you are. The best part about that song, for real, is, like, he has, like, a line that, like, speaks to me. It's like, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no Red American Express. I can't even buy you flowers. But... <laughs> Talk I feel to like, me, girl. I feel like Timbaland was, like, the one artist that you've heard like every other time at your like high your elementary school dance yeah. like how every, about, every other song was like a Timbaland how about the part where he's like baby girl I ain't got a huge old house I rent a room in a house listen baby girl I ain't got a motorboat but I can float your boat so listen baby girl it's so sick <laughs> something new Chris. underrated Timberland yeah that's my something old are, just, are we gonna have an intro it's, yeah we will we'll do a Timberland intro this girl. episode promiscuous girl we gotta have that Canadian Nelly Furtado met her before she's yeah. hot is she from Ajax no, I don't know I didn't ask her she looks like she's from fucking Ajax, though. Oh, do uh, But what I, uh, my something new right now is, uh, it's something new, but it's something I hate. No, oh, she's from Victoria, actually. Oh, good yeah, for her. Opposite of the country. Yeah, a, little, a little different. My something new, and it's not a recommendation, but something I recommend people don't do, and that is uh, when I'm in fucking PetSmart and I obviously have no hands to control my puppy who's with me and pee pads and dog food and treats, maybe don't call my dog from the other side of the store and be like, come here, boy, come here, forcing me to drop all my shit on the floor. Yeah, you never get anywhere with dogs. Like I, I just think people are, like, they're fucked because... They, like, try and, like, pick your dog up and shit, and I'm like, fuck, I don't know you. Yeah, so with Ace and Balto, like, people, like, will come up and get in their space, and I'll be like, the black one will bite you. Right, that's <laughs> what these people go. They're like, is he friendly? And I'm like, yeah, of course he's friendly. And then they put their face to his face, and yeah. he jumps up at them, and they're like, whoa. And I'm like, oh, do you speak <laughs> fucking English? I just told you. Yeah, that. I was like, the white one will jump and hug you, and the black one will bite you. Be careful. Right. And they're like, oh, my God, he hugging me. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, <laughs> never mind. I was just going to say, it's like, you know, if you don't put your seatbelt on, yeah, you might go through the fucking windshield. <laughs> so put your fucking seatbelt on. Well, Anyways, listen, we got to end this shit. Yeah. You have to be up in four hours. But listen, guys, thanks for listening to episode 30. It's been fun. We'll be back for episode 31 next week. We have a special guest. Who's our special guest, Nick Thomas? S- Nick Sagan, of the editor of the Wings Nation. Our friend Nick. We're going to be My talking boss. Red Wings. We're going to try and get Thomas fired on the next episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring him to Anomaly, try and get you a new office. Yeah. <laughs> that could be good. He lives by there. Oh, nice. I'm just <laughs> Perfect. I'll have to edit that out. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Talk to me, girl. Just
Sing 